This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we're talking all about building a habit around cold water therapy. So I'll be sharing with you what are the habit building tactics and behavior change techniques that I have used to go from someone who is always cold and struggles to so much as dip a toe in seawater on a hot summer's day to being someone who uses cold water therapy on a daily basis. So the tactics I'll be sharing you can use to develop your own habit around cold water therapy, but also to develop any habit of your choice. So they are transferable depending on what you want to use them for. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, today I wanted to talk to you about building a habit around cold water therapy. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my personal experience, what habit building tactics and behavior change techniques I have used to go from somebody who is always cold and struggles to so much as get in water on a hot summer's day, to being someone who uses cold therapy on a daily basis, takes cold showers daily, and even swims in the lake in winter. So whether you're looking at developing a habit around cold water therapy or you're just looking to build new habits as we enter a new year in general, the tips I'm sharing today will help you get there. Let's begin with why cold water therapy? What is the point? Well, cold therapy and exposing ourselves to cold, especially cold water, is a stress on the body, but it is an acute stress. And these kind of small bursts of acute intensive stress are known as hormesis. And hormesis is essentially something that is damaging in the long run, but beneficial in the short run. So there's lots of examples like this. If we think about weight training, it is a stress on the body, but it allows your body to adapt to get stronger. So your body is under stress as you're lifting heavy weight. But as a result of lifting the heavy weight, your body adapts to allow you to be able to lift more weight in the future. Same goes with intermittent fasting. Of course, it is detrimental to not eat for days and weeks and months. However, short bursts of fasting can actually train your cells to be more efficient. So the same goes with cold water therapy. If you were to stay in an ice bucket for weeks, that would obviously be detrimental to your health, but a short burst of extreme cold can actually train us to be more resilient. So it stimulates an adaptive response. A study in the North American Journal of Medical Science suggested that cold water therapy can reduce the frequency of infections and promotes stress-induced analgesia, which refers to a reduced pain response after stress exposure. Cold water therapy is also said to be good for circulation since it stimulates the blood flow to vital organs due to the stress, which pushes your 
body to get more efficient at the process. It's also said to reduce inflammation by increasing norepinephrine, which is a neurotransmitter related to reducing pain. There's also, I think, something important to be said about willingly putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and getting through it, which I think can be really beneficial in just giving yourself extra confidence. Wim Hof, who is known as the Iceman, he's really the person that has made cold water therapy popular, talks a lot about how we're so comfortable as a society and everything is based around being comfortable. Can't be bothered to walk anywhere, so we drive. We love our room temperature to be specifically between 22 to 25 degrees. And he says, that's that's great and all, but then stress comes along. All of a sudden you find yourself with an overflowing inbox and you say, I'm so stressed, I can't deal with it, I can't deal with it. And what he says is, well, yeah, no wonder you can't deal with it. You are training yourself and your body to be so comfortable that any slight uncomfort comes along and all of a sudden you can't handle it. So that's why he talks a lot about the mental benefit of cold water therapy that really just comes with putting yourself in an uncomfortable, difficult situation willingly and getting through it and breathing through it and being okay through it and teaching your body that you can get through hard things. So that's a little bit about why I really wanted to start implementing cold water therapy. I'm the kind of person who naturally is always really, really cold. So whenever I talk to anybody about how I have started implementing more cold water therapy in my day to day, The response I usually get is, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to do the same. However, I'm the kind of person that's just always cold and, you know, I struggle to even just get in the sea in summer. And the truth is I can relate so much. I'm exactly that kind of person. But I knew the benefits. I wanted to train myself to get just more resilient to the cold in general and be able to reap all the benefits of cold water therapy. So what I started is I started with swimming in the lake all summer long and I decided to keep that up and simultaneously started taking cold showers. So what I'm going to share with you today is five habit building techniques that I used in order to get myself from the kind of person who is freezing all the time, wearing a hoodie when it's 25 degrees, to being the kind of person who is swimming in the lake in December. Number one, I used a tip that I haven't actually read anywhere, but it's something that I practice with myself, and it's essentially practicing while it's easy. So what I mean by that is I started by swimming in the lake every single day in summer and I committed that whenever I was in Lausanne, I would be swimming in the lake every single day. When I started, of course, the lake was rather warm. It was generally nice weather, so it wasn't really that hard. And because the lake was probably at about maybe 17, 18 degrees, I wasn't really reaping actually the benefits from the cold water therapy because the water wasn't cold enough. However, the goal of that process was actually to make it automatic. So when you start doing something while it's easy, well, it requires less effort to do, but you start making it automatic. So I got in the habit of every time I was in Lausanne, first thing I would do in the morning is walk down to the lake and go for a swim. It was an easy start. However, as days start getting colder, it was still automatic. And when I came back to Lausanne in October and I wanted to continue with my cold water swims, well, all of a sudden I found myself down to the lake in my swimming costume in that exact same spot. And it wasn't even until I was in the water that I realized 
I'm swimming in the lake in October. Like that's quite an achievement for me. But it was so automatic that I didn't even give myself the space to question it. So that was the first tactic. It's practice while it's easy. You can implement this in any parts of your life. Don't wait until you're extremely stressed to meditate. Don't wait until your calendar gets hectic to get organized. You want to start these positive habits while it's easy so that it becomes automatic when it's hard. The second habit building technique that I used is make it enjoyable. You want to make the whole experience as enjoyable as possible. So I got in the habit of walking down with a podcast and I would generally have the podcast ready the night before. I'm already looking forward to what I'm going to listen to and it would become a really pleasant part of my morning. I also used this technique for my cold showers. I heard in a podcast with Brendan Burchard that he always asks himself a set of three questions in the shower every morning. And I started doing the same, but I told myself I can only start my reflection questions when I'm in the cold shower. And the first question is, what is something that I can be enthusiastic about today? And I find that asking myself that while standing under a freezing cold shower just sparks me with so much energy and so much enthusiasm. And it's something that I actually have started to look forward to. The third habit building technique that I've used is making part of your identity. So how can you make it part of your identity? The first thing is you want to start by thinking about what are those limitations. I always had it in my head that I was the person that was always cold. That was literally my identity. And I've made a conscious decision to separate myself from that. I don't necessarily need to be the person that is always cold. I can be the person that is often cold but I don't have to let this part of my identity stand in my way from going through with cold water therapy or cold water exposure. I also made it part of my identity by making it something that I do every single day. So whenever I was in Lausanne, I was the person who was first out of the lake the second the sun was rising, going for a swim, and I made it part of who I was. The fourth habit building tip is make it as easy as possible. So I had my clothes and my bathing suit waiting on a chair for me the night before. The night before when I would set up my to-do list for the day and my agenda for the day, it was all based around that swim that I would do first thing in the morning. So my day was planned around that swim. My clothes were there waiting for me to go on that swim. My towel was already in my bag, knowing exactly also what podcast I would listen to. So everything was prepared the night before to make it as easy as possible in the morning of. When I would wake up, the sun would usually not be up yet. And in the dark, I'd have to convince myself to go down to the lake and go for a swim. But when everything is ready, my bathing suit is waiting for me, my towel is waiting for me, it became so much easier. So that's the fourth tip, it's making it as easy as possible. The fifth one is around accountability. So some of us need more accountability than others, but it is always something that will help. I actually started my daily lake swims when my parents were in town in June. So I started those daily swims with them, which made it a lot easier. And then when I was no longer with them, I really made sure that I would always share my swim on social media. And it was really actually a form of accountability for myself because I felt as though if I was putting it online and if I was posting it every day, then I would have to keep it going and it became this routine that I was sticking myself to and 
this silent audience of the internet that realistically probably did not care if I was doing my swim or not, all of a sudden became a form of accountability for myself. And it's really what helped me to keep going as well. You can use accountability in any habit you're trying to build. If it's around exercise or nutrition, find other people who are also interested in that, who want to support you through your journey, who can maybe even join you on your journey and you can meet up with a friend to go for a run. And really having that feeling of community, of people encouraging you, spurring you on, and that you're not alone. So the five tips that I used to help myself build a habit around cold water therapy was one, practice while it's easy, two, make it enjoyable, three, make it part of your identity, four, make it as easy as possible, and five, use accountability. I really hope that that was helpful. If you are gonna be using any of those five tactics to help build a new habit for yourself, then please let me know which one are you gonna use and what habit are you gonna use to implement it. And if you do start bringing a little bit more cold water therapy into your life, maybe even into your day-to-day routine, then also please let me know, give me a shout, tag me on Instagram. If you're going for a swim, if you're going for a cold shower, what you're up to and how it goes. If you are as fascinated as I am with the world of habits and the world of personal development, then you are in for a treat from the 4th of January until the 31st of January. We are going deep in personal development for my four-week Pave Your Path program. So this four-week program will include group coaching, it will include guest speakers, as well as weekly journaling guides, video guides, audio guides, and tons more resources which will support you to set yourself up for an amazing year ahead and build tons of new positive habits that will stick. Learn about yourself, develop yourself to become the best version of yourself in 2021. If you're interested in joining, check it out on my website, victoriasardane.com, or look up on Google, Pave Your Path Program, Victoria Sardane. I cannot wait to see you there. And in the meantime, I will see you next week for a brand new episode where we're going to be speaking with Helena Hefty Wenger, who is a Wim Hof Method trained instructor. And we will be going even deeper into the world of cold water therapy, breathing techniques, and what are the benefits and how you can implement it into your day-to-day routine. So make sure you tune in next week for the interview with Helena. See you then.